On this episode of Newsflash, we are live with coverage of election night here for the Massachusetts Democrats as they head to the polls to go vote in a very, very big way. And two races we are watching, the two featured races are, of course, Massachusetts first and the Senate primary. Very, very big stuff. We'll have James Stanley with us just shortly. Um, and hopefully Chase Hengies will be joining us. Who is uh, he's a he's a big marquee guy to uh, give us some fair sided representation in this race. Hopefully he will be joining us soon as well. Um, yeah, so I do want to start off though with this this marquee race, and we will have uh, James going in um, just uh, joining us in just a little bit. But um, yeah. Uh, to to talk further about, out about this, but very very interesting stuff today. And I do want to start by with this article here in the New York Times about this, um, and it talks about the, the really the essence of a lot of what's going on with with Markey's campaign. So, or sorry, with Kennedy's campaign. So, he, um, Jonathan Martin writing here, uh, stepping out of the rain on a dreary Saturday morning, Representative Joseph F., Joseph P. Kennedy made no attempt to hide his frustration as he raced from neighborhood to neighborhood in a city as synonymous with his family as it is with the Green Monster. Mr. Kennedy is trailing Sen- Senator Edward J. Markey in every poll ahead of the Senate primary, and he may become the first Kennedy to lose a race in Massachusetts. He is struggling with idealistic young voters, older, affluent white Democrats, so pretty much like the entire Democratic Party, <laughs> well, to a, to a big degree. Um, you know, the younger voters and and uh, older affluent white Democrats played a big role. They're they're probably the most politically active group of the Democratic Party. Uh, these are the story of voters who, uh, in an earlier era, idolized his grandfather and his great uncles. Kenny pointed out to his strength with the working class Democrats and voters who are bearing the brunt of the coronavirus pandemic, but all scorning what he suggested was the hypocrisy of white liberals. Uh, and again, this is really kind of what I wanted to talk about, like. It's it almost like from the moment Kennedy got in the race, and this is to me really one of the reasons why his campaign has been so unappealing. Uh, he he's really seemed like he has just been so entitled to the seat. Uh, he, this is a quote here uh, for a progressive left that says that they care about the racial inequalities, these structural inequities, economic inequities, healthcare inequities. The folks that are on the other side of that are overwhelmingly supporting me in the race. Yet there seems to be a cognitive dissonance. So, again, really just kind of getting a sense of, um, I, I really, what it seems to me is a deep sense of entitlement uh, for Kennedy within this race. Like, he is almost throwing a fit that people aren't, like, running to his side, it feels like, with a lot of what we've seen. Uh, it wasn't always supposed to be this way, at least not in the minds of Massachusetts Democrats, who have spent a lifetime watching a parade of Kennedys win elections with little opposition. Um, when Mr. Kennedy first considered leaving his House seat last year to primary Markey, uh, some of the party wondered if the 74-year-old incumbent would step aside for the 39-year-old political scion. And I'm very, very glad he didn't because it really has been interesting to see. Again, this is somebody who has not always been uh, the candidate who he is in, he, he's now. He's been pr- pretty much, If I mean, if he hadn't, um, a few years ago, I think it was, it was before the primary challenge, right? Uh, before he, pre- when did, uh, when did um, um, Kennedy announce he was going to primary, James? 
he announced right around um, I think he joined the race September and he was thinking about it for already a, a little bit of time joined in September so about a year ago yeah yeah about a year ago he's been in the race for quite a while huh okay yeah so welcoming James Stanley our senior elections analyst to the show tonight very very good to have you with us uh, as always um, but yeah I, I, this really kind of speaks to again I think a major major part of this can <clears throat> This Kennedy campaign, which is like, I mean, you think with an incumbent, of course, the biggest, normally the biggest challenge is when you're facing an incumbent is name recognition, um, getting money, getting your name out there. But Joe Kennedy, I mean, he gave the, the Democratic State Union response, the first one, I believe, to to Trump. Um, he did a bunch of other things that were very, very, like, kind of were designed to get him in the national profile, very prolific fundraiser. And yeah, he's a Kennedy, too. And it almost seems like he thought he would just be able to walk right through Markey to the seat. Uh, but here's really the key contrast. Uh, this guy, Markey, he was elected to the House before Kennedy was born. He's harnessed the energy of an ascendant left and wielded his rival's gilded legacy against him. And he has used his support from Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, whom he featured in an ad in their joint authorship of the Green New Deal to establish himself as a frontrunner. And many people uh, would be pretty pretty surprised, and I'm, 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 we've had a lot of conversations about this, James. You, you, you ask as someone who, you ask me a bunch of times, as someone who is oh, yeah. a, a left-wing guy, as a Bernie Sanders supporter, like why mm-hmm. am I supporting someone who has had uh, some some pretty uh, votes that I, I obviously a Republican with. record, basically. Yeah, Iraq, Iraq war. Uh, he voted for that. He voted for, uh, I believe the, I believe the crime bill. Yeah, he did. He voted for the crime bill as well. He voted for many bills. That yeah. are, yeah, I, I'd actually argue he's a good deal worse than Biden because, and, but you know, here's the question. Like that, that's like, yeah, and I think the the political reinve- reinvention has been almost like it's been really staggering to see because it's very very rare that you see candidates like actively move left in the Democratic Party. Or or what else for and actually really gain it gain things politically, um, but it it really seems like what we what we've got here is just that exactly. And I think the biggest thing that we've seen from Kenny and really a big telling thing is what has Kenny run on in this situation? Like I think if if you got a guy who a didn't co-sponsor the big Green New Deal, I think that's a big thing for him. He's been a he's been an early supporter at Medicare for all. Uh, not like Kennedy, who I mean, sure he's like co-sponsoring the bill or whatever, but let's be honest, Kamala Harris co-sponsored Medicare for all. Like it's very, it's it's not a very big political gesture to put your name down on a piece of paper that you can take off at any time. I think vote is much more, much more significant. Um, yeah, but he's voted with the squad a lot, a lot more than Markey has in regards to health care, in regards to environmental regulation. They had actually a, an act. A couple of months ago, that Ayanna Presley and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez voted against, but the majority of the Democrat delegation voted for. Joe Kennedy was one of the seven Democrats that voted against it. What was the along um, with, What was the um, thing about? That they it denied it because it was basically platitudes all around. They were just saying things like, um, "Let's let's do this," uh, like let's for example, like they were like talking about let's uh, make uh, America 100% clean energy power, but without a date. It's supposed to be like it's basically like me saying like I'll bring you out to dinner, Spencer, but like not giving you like a day so you can actually prepare for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like saying something and saying that you want to do. It's like a resolution, really. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, really all concrete. it is is Nancy Pelosi wanting to put basically a simplified record of how she quote unquote help 
helped the environment because she'll probably quote that bill yeah. um, if she ever had to. So again, she's, you know, she's, she's going to have a tough primary challenge one day. Yeah. Uh, she's laying the uh, groundwork, I think, as you can see here for her. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. For, for, to, to, to return later and be like, see, I helped the environment. You know, yeah, and um, in regards to what you were saying about Kennedy, I, I actually would disagree a bit because Kennedy co-sponsored the Medicare for All before Markey did. Markey was one of the late, uh, the the last senators to endorse Medicare for All. Yeah, he was before Kennedy with the Green New Deal, but that's what saved his career. Markey is a Republican. Definitely, yeah. He voted in 2013 against a resolution that would have barred and limited the amount of beds in an ICE facility. The House Hispanic Conference begged him because he's a Democrat. Well, he's not, but he was registered as a Democrat, uh, and he ran as a Democrat, and he was elected as a Democrat, yet he voted with the Republicans on that. He voted with the Republicans on so many things that, that really matter to people. Telecommunications Act, one thing. You know, I had the privilege, and you know, you probably did as well, Spencer, with calls for at Markey's campaign, um, and you probably heard things as well from voters. I never, but, I never did any calls for, and I never ended up doing any oh. calls for Ed, Ed Markey because you know like the thing I think about like Ed Markey is like he's like he's a nice he's a fine guy but it's like I'm much more like wrapped up into this this uh the other race in uh-huh. the house yeah, in the, yeah the I think, first like, district yeah. if they take down like that's a guy that's the huge deal because the chair of ways and means but it's officially been called Richard Neal uh beat Alex Morrison pretty actually surprisingly large um large win uh, sixty-one point oh five to thirty-eight point nine five. Uh, let's sh- just give you the quickly the results here for yeah, the Massachusetts fine, yeah. Senate. Edward Markey is up fifty-three to forty-six at the moment, about um, uh, three hundred thousand votes. I'd say a little less. Um, yeah, right, right yeah. around there. It's only twenty-two percent reporting so far, which is actually yeah. quite low in the Senate race. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, there are a lot of mail-in ballots as well, though. But in regards to what I was saying about with uh, Kennedy, so uh, why I thought that you you were uh, doing calls to them, but like even if you weren't, um, yeah, I honestly that have I not done like, a lot of research on on that record. Um, but I, yeah. I like the the reason. Yeah, again, I just like again, I don't see how Kennedy, through his much shorter record, has made the case that he's going to be any more progressive. Because, like, well, if you if you really wanted to be, he could be bringing this stuff up in up in the campaign. Like he could be, uh, he, he did, could though, be, yeah. he could be he saying. Did. Like all these things, you, I don't, I don't hear that a lot. Well, in TV ads, he was. He wasn't saying it during the debate. Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of the debate, but um, what I, I actually watched a pretty good portion of it. But um, yeah, I think like the big thing is like he, he isn't like trying to. He's not trying to run for the left, which I think is very, very telling. Like, if would he? Yeah, sure, Marky voted for the Iraq War, but what in would Kennedy? Did Kennedy come out and say, "Oh, I'm going to vote against the Iraq War"? If I like, would that? Would, well, that he said that he he would vote no on any war, no matter the circumstance, because as he's seen from what the Iraq War did to this country, it, it just tore this country apart, and it, or, it really or maybe, was a waste of money. Or or maybe he would vote yes, and then say later uh, it was an accident. Well, that's what market. I don't. I mean. If you're gonna say you're gonna trust Marky on a vote uh, on war, I can never. I, mean, I can't even trust this guy. Course, like this I is mean, what, I'm, what I was about to say earlier. I am referring Telecommunications to, uh... is a major problem for Western Massachusetts voters. Markey is the reason. Republican Markey is the reason why many Western Massachusetts voters don't have broadband 
broadband access. I know it's very shocking to say in the 21st century that there are people without Wi-Fi. Markey voted for the 1996 Telecommunications Act, which is basically freelance capitalism in the telecommunications sector. It's basically getting rid of net neutrality and making, quote-unquote, more competition. Markey voted yes, and he advocated for that bill, similarly to the point of how Biden advocated heavily for the crime bill. Markey is the reason – and now he – look, this is the other thing I don't like about Markey. I think he's a little bit full of himself because when he's going out there and saying, I'm going to try to fix the problems of broadband access – when he's the reason why they're a problem, how can you trust someone when they're part of the reason why that's a problem? It's like basically someone spilling milk all over the floor and saying, oh, I'll just clean it up every time I spill it when they're purposely trying to spill the milk. Markey is not a trustworthy person on this issue when he had time and time again. That's just one instance. He had an instance in 1987 to vote for a telecommunications expansion act that was being brought up by the House delegation. He voted no. He voted no on that bill, and his reasoning for voting no is because he believes in uh, competition. Yeah, that w- what's and competition at the time is it competition. When you think about competition, that's an argument that Republicans will make. That that that's the argument that Republicans made to get rid of net neutrality. Mm, it's not. It it's, make, I wouldn't say it's. A, I wouldn't say. I don't, what, competition is not inherently. It's, it's an anti-monopolist argument, which is a very left-wing position, actually. I would say. Well. But no, it's not competition in that way, Spencer. It's comp- so the, the telecommunications that the Democrats were trying to, to pass was a limit on the amount of cell towers an individual telecommunication company would have to have within a certain timeline over years. Markey said no because he restricted competition in the market because only wealthier broadband companies would be able to do it. And while, yes, that's true – the fact of the matter is, when you look at broadband access, people aren't – first off, there are no telecommunications companies nowadays that are humane. The only telecommunications companies that there are are Verizon, Sprint, and – well, T-Mobile got brought out by Sprint, so it's only Verizon, T-Mobile, and um, AT&T. Okay? It, you know, it's, it's not going to make a difference if you're going to vote no because actually back then there was more competition. And after the 1996 bill got passed, we see all these – um, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, what? Uh, crap, I forgot the name of it. Uh, convergence, there you are, of companies like Sprint and T-Mobile, for example, which is the most re- recent one. Uh, and that causes much less competition, much less choice in the field. And that's a problem for people because when you look out, and it's not even just Massachusetts, it's, it's the whole country. Like Montana is a good example as well. Live Montana is, is broadband dead. Because of the fact that none of the companies want to put a couple towers out there, and they don't have to. They're not forced to. Yet, if Markey was a Democrat instead of a Republican like he is and voted yes on the bill in 1987 or even the one in – or voted no on the one in 1996, people in Montana, people in western Massachusetts, in his home state, which he supposedly represents, which is beyond false – um, they would have broadband access that they deserve. You know, Marquis says he's all about you know fairness and he wants to be a progressive. He is not a progressive. He is nowhere near a progressive. The only thing he's progressive on is the Green New Deal. And I have nothing against Markey. And with Medicare for all as well. And yeah, I have nothing against Markey for that. Look, I support Warren in the presidential. Run. I support Medicare for all now. I was open more to a public option, but I support Medicare for all. I'm perfectly fine with the Green New Deal. I'm not anything Wait, against Markey. When on did you, those you did two. not support Warren in the primary? When did I not? After she. 
well, after she did the thing uh, with Bernie, she was desperate. I did not like that. That that's wrong to do to Bernie. Bernie would never say that to her about. Oh, I don't yeah, want. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. That's for, like that's for definitely sure. But you were that's wrong. You, you were mostly Biden for the for throughout the primary. Well, afterwards, yeah. After that, I was yeah because like who else am I choose from? I mean, if I if I liked Warren and and I didn't really care for Bernie in the first place. I'm not going to go to Yang or to Kamala or to all the all, you know all these other fraudsters who supposedly supported Medicare for all. I'm not yeah, saying I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of different things. Like if you can put, yeah, I, I mean, probably would have still voted for Warren. You know, if if I had the option to vote in the primary, even even though I didn't necessarily support her, I still would have voted probably for her because I did like her policies. And I still do, you know. I still to this day, like, look, if this was war- if this was Warren versus Kennedy, I would I would wholeheartedly support Warren without a doubt, because there's no reason to not support Warren. Warren is a great person. She's done a lot for for Massachusetts. She's also done a lot for the country. She's really delivered the second she hit Washington's doorstep. Markey, on the other hand, he's had a really horribly mixed record um, in regards to war, in regards to trade, in regards to fi- bank regulation, the Dodd Frank Act. This guy will vote to repeal it in 2017. What? Is this guy a corporatist or something? Freaking Manchin. Uh, the only, there were only a couple of Democrats who voted to repeal it. It was Manchin. Um, what's the guy from Alabama? Uh, Doug Jones. The guy from, yeah, Doug Jones. Bill Nelson. Um, uh, Dianne Feinstein. Kamala Harris. Kirsten. Chuck. And then I believe the last one was uh, White House from Rhode Island. You know, huh. and Mark, you voted, and that's them. like that's very interesting because, but it doesn't. I mean, it seems like I don't know. And Joe Kennedy, by the way, did not vote. He was in the House at the time for the repeal. He voted against the repeal, just so you know. So that on the record, Kennedy was a lot better on bank regulations because he was in the House in 2017, um, and that did go through the House before it went through the Senate, and that ended up getting repealed, sadly, because at the time Republicans had control of the House and the Senate, and yeah. Trump was president. Um, but then also in regards to um, the other thing, I also look. This is why. I liked Kennedy in this race because this is something that people ask me a lot whenever I made phone calls. Mm-hmm. I just I, I liked Kennedy because whenever I would call Smell in Western Massachusetts, they would say I'm undecided because I've seen Joe out here more than Ed. And I've seen him come out here and really kind of discuss about how he wants to be for a community. That's part of the reason why. The main, one of the main reasons why, however, is because I don't trust Ed Markey in, in a critical time in our history. How can I trust a man who said that he thought it was ludicrous, as he said, or lucrative, excuse me, lucrative is the quote that was taken at the time when he voted against a capital gains tax in the House. How can I trust a guy when he, not, not even that long ago, three years ago, voted to repeal major bank regulation that is really helping quite a lot of people? How can I trust a guy who voted for the Iraq War? Like, and it, it, you know, even more into recent votes, this man is taking more super PAC money than Joe Kennedy, and on top of it, he refused to sign his own pledge that Kennedy asked him four times if he would be willing to sign four. About that, were- I about that. I think I, I've had a very tough time finding, and I, I looked pretty deeply through the open secrets, yeah. um, but I did not find too much about that super PAC, but maybe I'm I'm not looking in the right place. But, which, which super PAC? Um, the- I, the thing I see was, like any anyone associated with Markey, uh, let's see. Markey, yeah, Markey is getting eight hundred thousand dollars in, in super United money, from Massachusetts, a new federal PAC. Okay, here here we say uh, a new super PAC forming the environmental advocates backing U.S. Senator Edward Markey's re-election campaign. Oh, you know, that's, that's not on Mark. Uh, that's not on Open Secrets uh, under PACs. That's usually under um, industries. 
which is it's under a better category like the pack on open secret are the packs that are typically like not really ideologically oriented like the ideological ones i'm perfectly fine with but, but this one I is would, taking 661,000 in business packs that is not okay that is not progressive that's more than by the way that's more than kennedy i'm going to kennedy right now um and see here because the fact of the matter is Spencer, look even if right, um, i'm going i'm on the open secrets now i'm going to go into the packs yes. Look, okay, so business, Kennedy is taking 151000 That is not fine with me, but it's much better than 661000 which is 54% of Markey's pack breakdown. Ideological for Kennedy is actually the most, unlike for Markey businesses. Um, you know, these are not progressive things. Now, look, I'm not saying Kennedy is the best. I'm saying Kennedy is a lot better the market in regards to where he gets his money, his previous votes, and in regards to where I trust him. I trust I trust uh, Joe Kenny a lot more on making the critical votes than Markey, uh, especially. I on mean, votes I think like I think Markey has been. I think a he's made himself much bigger as a progressive in terms of. Um, like putting yeah, himself two, out there on and, two things, not on, on bank regulation, not on war votes, not on broadband access, not on many things. I mean, he doesn't even look. If he's so much, so, if he is so much of a progressive, then why didn't he sign the damn pack agreement that Kennedy approached him four times about? I think because he honestly, knows he would lose why, without. This is why we need to have Chase here because I didn't do like I don't know anything about this race pretty much other than that. Marky supported the Green New Deal. And supports Which Medicare I'm for all, fine. and yeah, yeah it, like I'm, I'm not saying that you're not, but I think one no. of the biggest things is um, that he, I, like, he put himself out there for the Green New Deal. And what is Joe? Why is Joe Kennedy challenging this guy? Who I mean, I think he's been because relatively he's not popular. The he's, he's more he popular only than comes, if I could. No, um, Kennedy is much more popular. Uh, Mark, he's Mark more popular than Elizabeth in, Warren in, in, in his. Um, well, I mean, we're about to find out. We're we're in the process of finding out who's more popular. In the state no, I'm not at the moment, and it looks right now, Marky does seem to be. Well, he's losing that round actually. So speaking of who's, who's going in the right way, forty-five point like two. Okay, he's going in the right way right now. So I'm happy about that. Nine percent difference to twelve, like we saw before. But going back to what I was saying, name recognition wise, Marky actually slacks a lot. Also, in regards to why Joe Kenny is running, Joe Kenny is running because Marky only come. He's like an Elliot Angle. And I know you're probably going to say, wow, look at me. I support Elliot Angle. But, you know, I support Elliot Angle over Bauman because I thought Elliot Angle had a little more experience. I have nothing against Bauman. I, you know, I wholeheartedly support him now. I wish him luck in Washington in November. But I have nothing against him now. Yeah. I just thought that having someone with that senior really isn't bad in the House, especially since this guy support Green New Deal and Medicare for All. Now, however, if this, if Elliot Angle was like, you know, uh, Richard Neal, wholeheartedly would throw my support behind Bauman. This is nothing about, um, uh, having an incumbent win, I just think that uh, Angle did represent the district well. Now, however, I did not like the fact that he did not have to show, show up in the district a lot. And that's exactly what Markey is doing. Markey only comes to Massachusetts 30% of the time, according to a government watchdog group. Kennedy is the second highest. He, he comes back to his district 70% of the time when he is not obligated to be in Washington. He's the second highest in all the Massachusetts delegation. Elizabeth Warren is a little lower at 64%. That be, that's because of her presidential run, uh, which mm -hmm. affected her number. And that should shock you because Elizabeth Warren was running for president and she still came back to Massachusetts more than Ed Markey. Ed Markey uh, only comes back 30% of the time and that really affects it because according to the government watchdog group, he only comes back for major events. 
campaign uh, events, um, fundraising events, which, by the way, he did a ton of that were with kind of shady characters in this election. Um, and oh, he, what, what what are so some of the Ed Markey? The, the, some what are some of the fundraising events? I'd like to hear about more about this. Well, one of them supposedly was with a Pfizer uh, uh, person, and Richard Neal was present at that. Okay, I'm do I'm gonna Google that right now. So. Yeah, please search it up. I, I, I heard about that. Yeah. I did not hear about that from the campaign. You're, you're going to laugh at where I heard about this. I heard about that while I was calling someone. They said they didn't like that they saw Kennedy on the – not Kennedy, Markey on the news with Richard Neal um, in regards to being at a hmm. Pfizer fundraising event. Now, in regards to the other reason why Kennedy's running, it's mainly because he wants to have community bonds. Markey lacks that. Markey has not come to Western Massachusetts unless it's an election time year. He's well, actually really like, – Honestly, I don't see why – I don't. but really the question I think that you have yet to answer is like when – where is Kennedy going to be more progressive? Like because if, if you – as you well, say, there is such a big – there's such a big – there's all these holes, if I could say. If I could just finish. Bank regulation. Um, if I could just finish. Uh, yeah. Like there's all so, these holes in these record, but I mean – Someone who's been, I mean, relatively following the race, like not as much as you and Chase have, but relatively yeah. following the re- race. Like I haven't heard, like if it's if this is something that like is clear. What what are, what are the biggest things that have happened so far in the campaign? Right, like you have online supporters scandal, which I mean, that's that's not policy related. That's not like, oh, that's doesn't convey to me. Ed Markey is a Republican, as you say. He's not he is. like he is. If you if you think that. That's that's perfectly you're fine, but Kennedy was not running that kind of campaign. He just wasn't. He wasn't running to. He was clearly running to Markey's right all throughout. Mm, I disagree. I don't because like, he did. He did. He did attack Markey on on the the bank regulation, and and the other did thing he is, mention it like once or or no like, multiple times in debates. He also mentioned the Iraq War vote and also the fact of the matter. The question you asked about where Markey would be less. I mean, Kennedy would be more progressive. Kennedy would be much more progressive on bank regulation because he already showed that in his record. He literally voted against the repeal while Markey voted for the repeal of the Dodd Frank Act. The Dodd Frank Act may sound like one little thing. That is a major bank regulation in this country. That that is like the godfather of bank regulation. And the fact that Markey voted to repeal it and also had the – on top of that, had the audacity to not even vote for it when it first came out, which was years ago. I don't remember what year that was, but from what I saw that Markey did I, vote I believe against. that was under the um, Obama administration, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you might be right there. And I know that he voted against it though. And the other thing as well to mention is that the fact of the matter is when we look at um, where Markey is getting in regards to telecommunications money, did you know that uh, – Markey is making industries here. We could do. Yeah, did you know? Did you know that Markey is lawyers? Some real estate money I'm seeing here. Leadership. Did you know that Markey is receiving two hundred fifty thousand? He received from a telecommunications executive. And that was, and that that was all. Do we know who that is? Primary. Uh, No, we. I don't. I don't know who that is exactly. Um, I can, I, I should, let me search it up actually. And does he I, know who, like, is he, is he the type of guy, like, who's going to be one of those people who's going in those big money fundraisers and... Oh, definitely. I mean, he did it with Neil. He, he did one with Richard Neil. But is that, like, a confirmed news event, or is that just something that you heard? Well, that's something that I heard, but let me search it up again. Because I thought I found something about him receiving money from Pfizer on the open secrets. Yeah, if that if that could be something that you like, yeah, I would I would be interested to see that. But it I'm does seem that uh, Kennedy, or sorry, Markey, is in the driver's seat, um, doing very very well in the more working class areas of Western Massachusetts and the more poorer areas where. Um, 
Actually, Mark, Marky and Kenny are doing pretty well in both areas. Actually, I'd argue. I would. I'm looking at the maps right here. Uh, yeah, I'm looking a lot at the map of, right now. A lot of yeah. Marky is uh, winning in kind of the uh, bottom, uh, the the bottom west of uh, Master like Great Bearing, where the, all yeah. those results have come in. Um, well, that that's on uh, the Berkshires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that that's area. not really poor. That's kind of wealthy. That's kind of the more isn't isn't I thought Western Massachusetts was very r- rural all through. Yeah, no, Western Massachusetts, Northern Western is which is uh, kind of split between Kennedy and Mark. I don't actually have to let me it's put a on little the counties. Less. I mean, much much more of Kennedy support uh, is coming from kind of the the more the South area. Yeah, the South. Oxford, it seems like, the yeah. Capes have not come in yet. The Capes are definitely going to be a stronghold for Kennedy, okay. without yeah. a doubt. Well, I, what the heck, Nantucket race is 100% in Kennedy, and Markey won that by just a couple hundred votes, I think 400 if I'm correct, um, um, and look at, yeah. at Markey here. I don't know so too much like, about the individual towns of uh, Massachusetts. I, this is great. I, I, if you ever want to follow elections, I, remember, I re- highly recommend to anyone out there, uh, go check out um, Decision Desk HQ election results. Like they, They're very like, t- by-town breakdowns and stuff like that. Very, oh, very good. Well, Kennedy, not Kennedy, Markey received $20,000 from Dish Network. And to give a comparison, Dish typically donates to Republicans. 51% of their donations were given to Republicans, while 46, according to Open Secrets, are given to Democrats. So it seems like my Same. hypothesis of Markey being a Republican actually was that. No, I'm joking. That's just one thing, so... Uh, let's see the dish. What, yeah, what, what dish is that network. under? What's that under? That's under contributors. I just went under. It's number nineteen to be exact. And they actually gave it under a pack by seventy seventy five hundred dollar, which, by the way, I believe is the limit in Massachusetts for seventy five hundred for the pack. And then yeah, a lot of the money is a lot of just people that work at Dish, though. Some, yeah. Yeah, that's eleven thousand. That may be. That may also be. That's uh, that's most executives. of the money that he received from Dish is. Yeah, that may be executive individuals, though. but you yeah. can't you can't say that for sure. Like Harvard University, like well, that's his I, number well, one contributor. Yeah, that, that I know. Yeah, well, what's obviously. Democracy Engine? I don't know about that. I don't know what Apollo that is. Global Management, Alphabet Inc. Like I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think like if you're looking at individual contributions, um, I don't think that's a very like I don't I don't unless that's from executives. Or maybe some I, sort of, and the, I would also not the be thing shot about Spencer. I mean, also the thing you have to, and you, Kennedy may be better on packs, but here's the other He's thing: bundling. You can't forget about bundling. That's a big yeah, way. Marky is that, big that's a big way. People like Pete, uh, who I, I have to say, Joe Kennedy reminds me a lot of with the with the way he's nah, run his campaign. Nah, kind of a, a simulation nah, of of kind of a more older progressive versus a younger, more moderate. Can, like you have to be. I would say. Kennedy he, he in the, his really presentation like in his presentation there I would not like it it just crazy to me to say that um Kennedy is running a more left wing campaign than uh Ed Markey. Than Ed Markey. Oh, by like, sure look who by sure he is by look, sure look he at is who he's, because look at he who he's is got the endorsements from look at who he's he got the endorsements from oh, oh really well, who's the guy who did, did Ed Markey get Sunrise endorsement from Ian did I um, get Ian Presley or Bernie Nobody no, got didn't. AOC. He got courage to change. He got yeah. Well, uh, Sunrise movement. There's two big movements that are probably going to push him across the line. Oh, tonight. Sunrise movement. Yeah, less people got some more. I I called more people in Sunrise movement, and there are people because I asked people if they heard anything from Sunrise, and not many people did. So, so I don't even know how many how many phone things I mean, have they done with Sunrise. Me? They probably, they, I, all they, no, not you. I'm saying how many phone um, uh, opportunities did Sunrise offer for people? Because I think all Sunrise did was make TV ads for for Ed Mark, which, by the way, a lot I of people think didn't Chase even did. Like. Uh, Chase called for um, Sunrise movement. 
oh, more more results, by the way, came in. Um, and it's actually going more into Kennedy's direction. He keeps on just slight. He's just I, I see it as, and the New York Times is 54 to 45. It was at 54. And this is 53 to 46. Yeah, I'm looking at WBUR. Because WBUR okay. refreshes a little bit quicker than New York Times. Um, yeah, uh, the election results. Uh, the, this I really do like because the, the decision desk HQ here. Uh, oh yeah, that yeah that that's a really good part of uh, New York Times. But in regards to look, Edmark, he may have the support of the Sunrise Room, but the fact of the matter is they haven't really been hardlining in this race. He's they've been more hardlining in the Alex Morris race. And the fact of the matter is, I think what matters more is if I honor president. I think by they've the been way, pretty big. I think they've been pre- they've really gone all in for um, Marky though, because he he co-authored the Green New Deal. Like, what what would you if he was so okay. if he was such a That's Republican? He if he, he hated, is. if he hates, he's a Republican. Why would he? If, why would he write the Green New Deal then? Why, why would he, he stick right? his because neck out in the line? He wants to save his quote unquote Democrat career. Uh, that's why. There's better ways to do that than there's better there's better ways to do that than writing a incredibly controversial, incredibly unpopular piece of legislation that Un- all the Democratic oh, leadership so, hates. Wait, 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 Spencer, wait, wait. You, did you Very say it's unpopular? unpopular? I thought that we had a whole episode about how popular it was. In Washington with Nancy Pelosi, Green New Dream or oh, okay. whatever. Yeah, well, that, like, that's that not how you with her, that's not how you cozy up to the Democratic Party. And Nancy um, Pelosi, I'm talking about the voter base. But I'm not talking about the party. I'm talking about the voter base. I'm not talking about the party. The voter, yeah. In regards to the I mean, voter like, base, having that, like, yeah, the, but the Green New Deal, like, by doing that. the Green New Deal is not going to be, the Green New Deal is not going to be like, like that's not going to garner you a lot of like big money support though. Like if you sit to Repo- like that's and that's a, no, you admit that's not, incredibly left wing position. If this guy's like, he hates, like he wants, um. Like he takes all this money from like the big businesses. Like this is an incredibly ambitious piece of legislation, and that like the, something about that just doesn't add up. And I think what really, I mean, Marky or Kennedy, like he could have done. I he could have run the campaign. He could have highlighted those votes that you're saying. He did. He could, he, yeah, he, he did actually. He highlighted the votes in TBS. I thought I just mentioned. Yeah, you did mention that, but it was like, not the overall tenor of the like, campaign. Like toxic. Like he was trying to make the debates more about like what was uh, what he was going to do, which is really not a bad he, method. No, I, mean, was I wouldn't. Doing that as I wouldn't well. quite say that. I wouldn't quite say that he. Uh, he was. He specifically made. He specifically tried to literally make multiple news cycles. Uh, that were to distract from the policy of the race. I would disagree, because Spencer, the fact of the matter is, the thing about talk the to, death talk to the campaign manager, talk to the campaign manager who sent that letter. Like, I mean, come on. Which like, letter? Oh, the letter about the threats. Well, the threats yeah, were yeah, pretty yeah. serious, Spencer. No, I, like. Oh yes, oh yes, yes they uh, were. You don't have access to the email though. Kennedy, the Twitter threats are not. The Twitter threats are much different. And they weren't even, by the way, they weren't even talking about the Twitter threats. They were talking about the email threats they were receiving. So, but did they provide any? Like again, this is all the. This is the playbook. This is the playbook that we've seen used again. So, like multiple progressive people, it's going to be used again. They have their little. They have their arsenal. Uh, we'll talk about this. I do want to get to uh, the Neil Morse race, which is, I think, now that that Neil has officially won, very, very unfortunate there. Um, yeah, I'll tell you that. Very, very, very um, yeah, so, um, oh boy, yeah, he did one. Wow, 60 to 40, my goodness. Yeah, it looks like he just didn't, didn't make enough well, it of, looks a, like that, of that a dent. stupid allegation against Morris yeah, that, that she did hurt. Yeah, let's just go right into that right now, um, because we've talked about that for a long time. Um, it's, it's like, just one of the more viral, or sorry, vile, excuse me, 
um, I think things that I have seen in in politics is kind of really awful smear. And if you can remember what happened is just for those of you who didn't uh, who are unfamiliar, just take you back a little bit. Um, the college Democrats uh, just in the beginning, just about a month ago, sent a letter to um, the. Uh, what well, the college Democrats sent a letter to Alex Morris, I believe, uh, which was yeah. and again after failing to pick, they tried multiple times to get this pick up in the newspapers to to say that Alex Morris was like behaving creepily and tr- like flirting so with stupid. younger gay students. Um, and didn't he the, say like yes at the, to at it the college like, events? Yeah, or something. And then they tried like, like brush they, it off. Yeah, they tried to make it make it uncomfortable, and then. Um, yeah, and then a whole bunch of things came out that, like, the the actual nature of the t- chats were pretty much like, hey, how was your weekend? What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was I was doing a wine tasting with my mom, but I, I, I'm going to go march in a parade later. Like, how, like, yeah. that, that, it, like that was twisted. apparently, the, that was the creepy nature of, of the event. And the, again, keep in mind, he's been only to one college Democrat event since he's running for, um, since he started running for Congress. And if he's using his power, if he's using his, um, like that doesn't seem a, uh, doesn't seem like something that you would do if you want to like manipulate people if you want to like put pressure on people like sleep with you you would not be like uh, who are uh, part of the college dems you would not want to like that's not how you'd go about it and apparently the one person that he did have a relationship with who was part of the college dem didn't even know he was a mayor so um that that seems like a pretty bad uh power manipulator there and then we find out from your least favorite, I know, but you have to admit, good reporting here, Ryan Grimm in The Intercept uh, and Daniel Bogoslaw and some other reporters um, about the, the real nature of this was um, that this was a campaign launched by a college Democrats guy to endear himself to uh, Richard Neal. And he sees himself again as a Neal Stan, quote unquote, which is like some of the more just two just awful words words in the English language. I, mean, I haven't heard worse in a while. Uh, but I mean, I think like that uh, he, he, I don't know if he even ended up getting the internship, honestly. Like I, I think he, I don't think he even got it, like, which is almost more sad. And he really, it'd be interesting to see if they know some kind of conclusive research, or how much of a role this, this story could play in the campaign. But we also find out that, the Massachusetts Democratic Party was coordinating with the college Dems to help orchestrate this smear, um, and they were working through it the whole time. And Neil, of course, had to come out uh, and condemn it once it kind of blew up in everyone's faces, and the leadership of it had to resign. But what do we see about a week before the election, an ad running, including uh, accusing Morse of admitting to inappropriate relationships and that's they said we apologize we took it down but it turns out it was still running the whole time so um kind of shows you really where people's heads are at uh and what they put 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 in, uh put in out there in the world publicly versus what they're doing behind closed doors uh what do you think of this um smear what do you think of this um whole race james i think i think it's really oh the race oh, i'm gonna first yeah. of all address Whichever. the smear that the smear yeah. is is really low class i mean i think that what they do Due to this poor guy is is really really awful. I mean, because Alex Morris is so much better than Richard Neal. I mean, also by the way, in regards to Richard Neal, even if he wasn't that bad, it still is time for change. And he, by the way, is really bad because of how much money he receives from super PACs. Um, but in regards to this race overall, I'm a little shocked that Alex Morris 
did not win or even come like within striking distance. Because like I'm shocked that Ed Markey is within nine percent, whereas freaking Neil won by twenty. Like what? I would have imagined that you yeah. know, it would have been the opposite. I mean, if I followed the polls, which I knew and the I mean, polls really, were wrong. This is again. Uh, I see a very very snarky tweet again for, for from Dave Wasserman at Redistrict uh, or a Cook, a Cook Political Report. Um, I think is where he works. Um, exhibit A of why Twitter isn't real life. Representative Richard Neal is currently beating Alex Morris, reporting votes uh, in 36 of 51 towns. Like, what's like, again, this, yeah. this, this stuff just like that is really. I think. I mean, look, I tried my best, so I did call a lot of people on Western Massachusetts. I didn't uh, volunteer with Morris's campaign. Uh-huh. But whenever I heard someone who mentioned, because some people confuse the Senate race with the primary, they were like, "Oh, I, is it wait, is it the one with uh, Neil or is it the one with Marky and Kennedy?" And so I was like, "No, it's Marky and Kennedy." It was like, "Oh, okay." So and then I was always like, "Oh, in regards to Neil race, who do you plan on voting for?" Like some people would say, "I don't know." Was the name record? People- did you get a sense from calling and talking to a lot of voters? Who, of course, you did statewide calls, but you did do oh, yeah. a lot for Mao One. Um, yeah, a did, lot of did Western, you- but it's mostly statewide. Yeah, did you hear I, a lot of got, like? Did, did you think name recognition could have been a problem? Like, was was more? I think that name recognition like, was definitely a problem. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think because Richard Neal's been there for a while, a lot of people just think, "Oh, my life years. is fine. Yeah. My life is fine." So, I mean, people. I, a lot of people. I don't. think a lot of people in that area, their life is probably less and less fine with the pandemic, with the economic yeah, crisis, def- and stuff like that. Definitely. But um, and it, it, it's it's kind of sad that they don't realize like how good Morse would be for them. I think they just think like, "Oh, you know, he's just been there for a while. I trust that he understands his problem." I think. That's what's really the, the momentum really came within the last two weeks of the campaign. I think really I know. It, it with really with Bowman's with Bowman's kind of hot mic moment or sorry Engel's hot mic moment like that happened what a month two or three weeks before yeah two like two or three weeks before like that was really that it was it was definitely a little longer than the whole the whole smear thing took place but um it I think it really does show you uh and. We're also watching, by the way, the the primary to recre- replace Kennedy in his old house seat. Um, but yeah, Jesse, uh, uh, what's her name? Jesse Mermel, who actually, by the way, Kennedy endorsed, and Ayanna Presley did as well. Hopefully, she wins. She's she's above the conservative Democrat Achenclaus or Achenclaus, I don't know, Jake, whatever. I'll just say Jake. I think it's uh, he says it's so weird. People kept on saying Achenclaus, but I think it's like Ouchenclaus. That's what he says. Oh, but, the this is the. He's a more conservative candidate running? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, it might have been him. I remember I was reading an article about one of the candidates here who was like running like – like he had a really kind of conservative record, like a moderate conservative record. I think, yeah, I think I mean, it might have been him. I, I see so many I – just, I just keep some – I'm scrolling through Twitter at the moment here just trying to figure out what's going on with some of these races and just see some of the things about um, the the – I mean I really don't get – like Joe, Joe Kenny's campaign directly citing a header graphic um, of like a kind of a, a graphic that was made uh, that said F off, F-U-C-K off, Joe Kennedy. Um, and citing that as something that is just der- an awful, uh, horrible injustice to to Kennedy. Like this uh, that and that's that's just what I don't get. Like he made such an issue out of the online support. He made such an issue about age. He made like really. He sounded like people. He sent like when I saw him talk. Maybe I mean again, I know you you see this differently, but like the he does the not sound like people judge. I think to, he's talking. People judge is much more of an idiot than him. 
Kennedy is much smarter than, than Buttigieg, and also I respect Kennedy a lot more. And in regards to the campaign threats, I definitely do think that he definitely took the sign and that overreactive. But I think what he was bringing it is that my supporters don't do this. Why can't Markey's supporters follow through? That is what he was trying to get through with that. Because because Kennedy's supporters weren't harassing Markey. Have I harassed no, Markey? No I don't know. No one's like no one's well, harassing anyone. That's the point we're trying to make well, here. It's, it, that's it's not the case with the emails. I have the, I have access to the emails. I can open them up right now and gladly read a couple of oh, them. Please you'll do. have to you'll please have do. to blurb a couple of the words or Just, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll blurb self, them myself. Yeah, self censor. Yeah. Oh, someone used the F word. Oh no. No, 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 no. <laughs> it well. Well, but on here, I I I'd rather not, you know, use that. I mean, it's not bad. Like, you know, when we talk uh, behind closed doors, like off of the camera, well, off the mic, excuse me, not camera. But when we're on the mic, I prefer not saying it. So let me look here. Yeah, you so, can you can like hint so actually, at what the word. We just uh, yeah. So we actually we this so, so far awful. it's like a hundred here, but I'll give you the one that's really bad. So there's an email here. Just try and give. Just try and give for everybody just like a, the most accurate reflection of the oh, okay. general well, tenor of the emails. The, the general ones that we've got are definitely yeah. in the regards ge- like to the middle of the road. Like so people understand photos. there's like some worse and there's some better. Not as yeah, bad. This, this is, this is like the middle. Emails. This is the middle one. So people would send photos of him and his wife walking in or out of his house. Sometimes photos like this one here I'm looking at is a photo of him inside his house. He somehow zoomed in really big and he's in his living room, I think. He's in his front of his house, so I'm presuming his living room might be his dining room. I don't know how his house is laid out, but my point is he's in his house in the front and the message as I scroll down says, I hope that Lee Harvey Oswald comes out of his grave and comes back and murders your family and comes into your house at night, chops your children's heads off and sucks their blood. That seems very serious. Wow. <laughs> seems very serious. Like, it's like this is the nature of online. They're cranks, they're crazies, and they're not officially identified as Ed Markey supporters. Like, even if there was, even if there was someone saying, I am going, I'm standing at, obviously, if they were sent, if, was this picture, like, how did they get this picture? Were they, like, they standing they were outside? outside his house, yeah. It was or it wasn't a publicly available picture, it was taken no, by it was, them. No, it was not, it was just outside his oh, house. Yeah, then that's, like, if then, that's someone who's, like, I mean, regardless of politics, like, that's someone who's, like, stalking someone else, like, clearly. Um, and I think that's, like, a, a situation I mean, that, that really they should probably report to the Because that, that, family does, that family does have a, a long history. I mean, his freaking grandfather got killed. His his second uh, uncle, JFK, got murdered. Ted yeah, will, Kennedy, so, will someone think of the, the horror of the, 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 all the suffering and the pain the Kennedys have gone through? They've had it so rough. Oh. Feel so bad okay, for them. I don't. I don't know what's going on with you tonight, but I, I definitely would say, Spencer, that that is pretty, pretty bad history they have with. I mean, they're literally one of the. They're considered American royalty. Like, you're not going to be. Oh, I'm not definitely you're not going to be able that. to convince. Like, I'm not denying that, but know. the fact of the matter is, it doesn't correlate to freaking killing people. Yeah, I mean, like that's not or, a, like this as is not you a, are basically sugarcoating a situation where people are losing their own family members. Like, which is, and I also think, very. If you see if you see Ed Markey like yeah of course you 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 know what well if Ed Markey's grandfather got shot it's hard feel horrible for him the life to I I would feel horrible for Ed Markey if he had the history of Joe Kennedy I still wouldn't support him but I would not be Kennedy wait Kennedy was not a direct descendant of JFK or RFK right no he was he's descended from RFK 
Yeah, I'm gonna search up right now. Oh, okay. I'm gonna search up Joe Kennedy. Not JFK. Okay, so no, 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 no JFK. Both, I they both were shot. second, second cousin or, or second uncle, I believe. I forgot what it was. I forgot not second uncle. It was one of the, one of the titles. Um, I know his father is Joe Kennedy the second. Then who's Joe Kennedy the second's father? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the RFK is his grandfather. I mean, you may disagree with this here, um, but yeah, um, what, did they, Dave Wasserman call the? The um... Senate race, he said he's most li- it's most likely going to be Markey, but he said that when there was like 2% of the vote and Markey was up by like 20 Oh, here it is. This, this was just an hour ago. I've seen enough. Ed Markey has defeated Joe Kennedy in yeah, I don't the know. MA Senate It is moving towards I think, Kennedy's. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's enough to say. I, I, that's enough for me. Dave Wasserman, when he says that, like, He's very. He, it's I, not even fifty percent. Like if it was fifty percent, he's pretty. He's accurate. pretty dead on accurate. Like I don't know, this, Spencer. Six hundred thousand people requested a mail-in ballot mm. and mailed it in. I think. He's, I think he's. I think he's well aware of who's requesting mail-in ballots and who's not. Like he's. He's a pretty oh. smart. He's. He like. You know what's funny? You know I don't know. Funny? I don't disagree with everything he was, that he tweets about Twitter's not real life, but he does yeah, know he his. His a couple races Ray this year because he called Lacey Clay a couple. literally a couple minutes after that he he deleted that tweet and the same person. Well, this one's been up for an hour or so. I know. Well, he called Lacey Clay, and then look what happened. Look what happened. How quickly did he delete that? He deleted it after he realized Cory Bush took the lead because he was like, he doubts that Cory Bush was going to take the lead. Which I, at the time, he announced it right when she was in white, when it was in the twenties or low thirties of uh, precincts reported. Well, okay. And that was with well, Lacey up like <laughs> like forty percent. If if Ed. If Ed Markey does lose, then you can. Uh, I'm not you have lose, your yeah. I'm, I'm, if he, I'm if not, he does, I'm, if he does, if he does, I don't think it's necessary to call the race yet. If he does, you have permission to uh, to laugh at me, but I don't yeah. think he. I'm willing to start using the language now that, of course, Alex Morris lost. Very very sad about that. But Ed Markey did win, and Joe Kennedy is now going to have to. He, he's going to be uh, out of a job, unfortunately for him. Um, well, that's fine. He'll probably run not for the Senate again, Brian. Yeah, he'll run for a seat again. I think he's running for governor in twenty twenty two. Massachusetts that, governor. That's race. interesting. Yeah, like the 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 thought process behind challenging Markey and not Charlie Baker there very interesting to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with him running against Markey though. I don't like Markey. A lot of people don't like Markey, but a lot of people don't understand the reason for Kennedy to win run, which is probably the reason why they're voting for Markey. And a bit, I think really the I think he harnessed a more excited like, base. This. I think Markey had harnessed a more excited base and. Um, well, an also, outsider excited base because the, the majority of Massachusetts he lost, who voted for and the fact Ed that Markey, he lost with the fact that he lost with um, such a deep hole with younger voters um, after well, actually, pre- presenting himself recent, as someone the, for generational change like that's not a yeah well but funny enough the recent poll that came out only had Markey with fifty six percent of support from young voters so but the, that's a, still it's a pretty solid majority and there has been fifty six to forty four is not a solid difference. That that's mm, it's pr- it's pretty much with what um, um no Buttigieg what's was his name like, sh- he had like what two or three percent young people it's ridiculous he had nine. no it's pretty much what uh, Neil just won by so it's like it's a pretty with it, give or take four points but uh let's see and then also in regards to uh, uh actually let me ask you this what do you think about Kennedy overall as a person I understand this outside the overall as a person of this race oh. yeah like I just like outside the context of this race do you like him or no? Outside no. the context. And that's a big reason why, like, like 
why? why so I, I know much more about the way he's conducted himself. In, like, like, unlike you, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm coming out freely for it. Like, unlike you and Chase, I have not been like deeply studying with the records and everything uh, about this race. Um, and I really much more know how Joe Kennedy has run his campaign, uh, like publicly, public well, facing in the media. The outside of the race. I'm saying, what do you think about Kennedy? I, don't, I mean, yeah. I don't know Kennedy, like the Kennedy family overall. No, 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 no. Joe Kennedy, the third. What do you think of him out? outside of that do you think he is uh you think he has been a relatively good politician while in congress and this is before the race i mentioned i mean he was i'm just telling all before the race before okay anything to do yeah. with before okay pretty much all i know about i didn't know too much about him before the race all i knew about he was he gave the kind of i mean unimpressive response to the state of the union, of the union. his mouth yeah. was like super drippy or whatever people talk about that but like i don't know like the biggest thing the really the perception that formed with him has been in this campaign and again it's, it hasn't been like too much based around the record i think the biggest thing for me the reason why record wise i think marky coming out supporting the green new deal really counteracts a lot of things that you say about i disagree i disagree wholeheartedly I and again again wholeheartedly on that i think that, that when is it comes really to the record un- i would really be interested i would be really interested to see what what Chase would have to say that because he's been volunteering for months for the Marquee campaign, um, but weeks, not months, but okay, uh, yeah, whatever. But yeah. Um, like, like that, that would be I think m- much more of his department, and I'd love to see you guys have a debate on that. I think I've learned a lot from it. Um, yeah, I but mean, look, I think Markey like just the, some of the stuff, some of the stuff that he's done. I think some of the stuff that he's done with with the way he's run his campaign, the stuff of the really the the online support thing running the wrong way. Some of the things where he's been involved with his, it just seems to be like a kind of those like a political climber who just wasn't very trustworthy and and not very much not not really kind of a progressive guy. Like um, it's just the way I saw it in terms of look, looking at who endorsed him. Uh, looking at the support that he got, looking at the support that Marky got from people like Nancy really. Pelosi, mm. uh, really breaking her "I wow. hate incumbent," uh, "I hate running against incumbents" motto to endorse someone. That that to me was really telling. It's like we're okay. the fans. I mean, I'll give that to you, but I mean, the fact of the matter is, Kennedy did get more support from progressives than Ed Markey did. Rahul Grijalva endorsed Kennedy couple days ago over Ed Markey because of the fact that Ed Markey voted with Republicans on multiple immigration cases. And the fact of the matter is, Kennedy really isn't actually all that bad of a guy. I like Kennedy a lot more than Markey in regards to record. And I think what you said before that his Green New Deal thing is outweighs his bad, I think that is completely false, Spencer. Completely. People are literally in broadband dead zones because old white Republican Markey was too much of a little man with no hands to have any type of defense of his beliefs to vote for the Telecommunications Act in 1987 and against Telecommunications Act 1996. Okay, his vote and the overall passing of that bill, which he had a major effect on because of the fact he voted for it, is the reason why Many places like Western Massachusetts, like other parts of the country, are without broadband access, fair broadband access, to be clear. And I think the fact that you say that his support of a Green New Deal, which, by the way, is just a piece of paper that hasn't actually been passed yet, is really, really outlandish. And on your part, I'm not saying that, you know, it, it's it's dumb or anything. Putting your name behind the Green really New Deal is, I think, to say in, that in a statewide race, is, it's a politically, I think it's a politically well, Kennedy risky did that move. as well. That's why, that's why I say, like, if Kennedy didn't do it, then I'd say, fine, I can agree with you. 
Kenny did that as well. And the fact of the matter is, Ed Markey destroying people's life, lives with you know, getting rid of bank regulation by voting for the repeal is also much worse. That does not get rid of the fact because that actually passed. That that has affected people. The Green New Deal is a piece of paper that hasn't passed yet. I'm all for it. But the fact of the matter, the difference is, is if the Green New Deal passed, it still wouldn't cover up all of his horrible votes. It would lighten the tone that I have right now, and it probably would water down. I definitely would agree. But it does not cover a, 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 a plethora of votes that this man has behind him that, that show he does not really give a damn crap about the people of Western Massachusetts or does he really care about the country as a whole, especially in regards to broadband access and bank regulation and wars and on trade and on financial regulation, which by the way, in regards to financial regulation, which, which I did not even touch on, Ed Markey has worked with Republicans on uh, multiple times in regards to financial regulation, not even to mention, though, that he voted. Um, I can't remember if he voted yes or no on NAFTA. I'm trying to remember here. Um, I, I remember he voted against Democrats. Let me ask you this. You might know the answer to this. The Democrats at the time, did they overly support or denounce NAFTA when that first NAFTA, came out? I, I'm yeah. pretty like some, some of them did. I, I think they overwhelmingly supported it, if I if I'm okay. correct. I believe I believe he might have been the one who's. I think he might have supported who? it then. Marky, Marky supported it. I believe. Yeah, I, will, I remember that. I will be right on it, that with a Google there. Yes, uh, please. I would like to be fact checked on that because I I believe he did. I for a fact I know he voted for the Hyde Amendment as well, which also was something I wanted to bring up earlier. So like like these horrible votes, I I do not think that they cover up because he supports a Green New Deal. Now, like here's I said what before, he says. Uh, this is what he says about the U.S. You. Oh, in the US, that's recent here, though. That's recent, though. Since NAFTA went into effect on uh, January 1994, 26 years ago, every year a young person's life has been warmer than 20th century average. So, kind of making that about climate. Um, he's voting. He says he's voting, voting against the USMCA because he's against it for climate change. Um, the negotiation became much better than my. That's good. Yeah, he, I think he voted against the USMCA because of the. Um, NAFTA thing. So let's see. Um, all right. You know what? Actually, um, yeah, I can't find that. I can't can't find completely about that. Okay. Well, I know he voted for the Hyde Amendment in regards to what I was mentioning about other votes. I, I like see that's the thing. Like I don't think that that like voting for the Hyde Amendment, voting for things, uh, it, you know, against telecommunication access in his own state. May I believe? May I remind you? Um, is something that does not get to cover up because Spencer, this hurts his own state. I'm not saying the Green Deal will hurt. The Green Deal will greatly help it. But the fact of the matter is people in his own damn state are without broadband access because of Ed Markey's votes. And I don't think voting for a Green Deal, which does not fix that underlying problem of broadband access, will cover that up. You know, I think it's wrong to say that it's going to cover it up or it's going to even honestly make people's lives better in regards to broadband access because it's not. You know, and, and the fact of the matter is, you know, you mentioned before, like, Kenny doesn't have a record on that. Yeah, well, he doesn't have a record on telecommunications major bills. He does have a record on smaller telecommunications bills. Kennedy did vote to expand access with cell 
not broadband necessarily with Wi-Fi, but he did vote for a bill which would allow for the expansion of cell networks across the country. And in regards to that, it actually would help his own congressional district, which is Massachusetts fourth. Uh, they are not nearly as widely spread without broadband and cell data, uh, not cell data, cell access as much as Western Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Western Massachusetts, which is where Richard Neal actually represents, which actually speaking of Richard Neal, Richard Neal also voted like Markey on the Telecommunications Act 1996 and 1987, just so you have a comparison. So, you know, old man Markey that you like so much mirrors, uh, you know, your, your hated man of, uh, which I perfectly respect. I mean, like, again, Neal. I think the, like, the, I think the case to be made that, that you made there, like, I don't think that's as right wing as you think of it is saying that you just want let, like less competition like that seems like uh, i don't get how that's a republican it, case but because what it did spencer was it destroyed the small businesses that were allowing for broadband access but there. wait didn't you say before that you wanted less competition or you wanted more competition that's why i voted against the bill well let me see his response again let me say let me search it up to telecommunications right, well you know what all right we'll we'll have to um yeah, it's it's been a big, um, big thing. <laughs> um, it's been a big. I mean, you know what? Actually, James, would you say that this well, my uh, my tweet against Ed Markey that um, when he said he said something about respectful of being respectful of women and r- running a pro women campaign? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think me referencing the uh, Chappaquiddick incident would that be uh, harassment and taking advantage of a, a bad family? Chappaquiddick, let me ask this. You're going to laugh at me for this. What happened there? I, I actually, I've heard of it. Oh, oh. I've never searched oh, it up. I've oh, never, so pretty much what happened was, um, this, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, it's older. I, what happened was, um, I think Ted Kennedy uh, was oh, dating oh. somebody and dro- they, they drove uh, the th- car. And through negligence, drove the car yeah. um off a bridge. Well, and... Ed Markey's also had a drinking problem as well to bring up. You realize that, right? Ed Markey's, Ed Markey came in the news a lot for abusing his wife in the early 80s and late 80s. So I understand he like, Ted Kennedy literally killed someone, but the same thing is also in regard. I mean, Kennedy's first, not Kennedy, Markey, I'm going to search it up right now. Ed Markey. Let's see. Margaret Markey, a former Queen's... I don't see anything about what you're saying there, and that's a pretty serious accusation. He did have a drinking problem back then. I mean, yeah, if you if you have a drinking problem and you go through recovery, that's like that's not something you should be shamed for. It's not very progressive of you. No, it's not. I'm not talking about that. So I'm talking about that. That was one of the uh, reasons why he supposedly was having an abusive relationship with someone. Yeah, I don't see any evidence. I'm, I'm looking at that, but I don't see any. Also, in regards to the Telecommunications Act, I'm not trying to move on. I just found the thing here. What the act meant to do was let anyone enter any communication business. He voted no against that. And that actually would have been, wouldn't have not been bad. And the reason why it wouldn't have been bad is because there were some small company back then. There were some small companies back then in Western Massachusetts that would have te- you know telephone towers very small that also allowed for Wi-Fi access on them. Like back then, I was reading an article actually that there was a newspaper station out in Springfield, to be exact, that they had like um what do you call those like the, the, the not telephone tower but like um 
the towers they have for you know like radio stations etc that type of mm-hmm. stuff and so what they did with that is they they said we're going to put a cell tower up and we're going to allow for a free public hotspot for wi-fi to be put up onto it and telecommunications act ended up getting passed um which allowed it but the fact of the matter is what's going on now with it is that there's there's a lot of underlying problems with it it's almost like the crime bill a lot of these places and the thing that, about the crime bill is a lot of reason why people like, voted for the crime bill was there was a lot of like poison pills in that almost like there was like the violence against women act was also part of that like a lot of like generally good stuff was part of that and the question was are you willing to and i think it's a i think that's also probably why bernie voted for it is like the question was are you willing to to weigh one for the other and that's kind of the the dirty part of um uh politics but it's like yeah biden kind of put that in with the violence against women act and he could be like I passed the violence I think against it's more Woman of an Act, excuse man. As to why he voted for it, I think he knew that it was going to hurt the African American community, and I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if he did it because of the fact that it was. What do you mean? Who? Well, Biden, in the sense that he, I think he knew that that bill was going to hurt African American communities. Oh I just yeah, think he didn't he, really definitely. Care. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was saying, he didn't I, really care. Definitely. I'm not. I'm not saying that as a defense of Biden who wrote the bill, oh, no. but no, people I don't, who I don't vote like for the, And I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big thing about. Um, like it says a lot more about Biden that he tried to force people to pick a side against violence against women act. Like who? Why would you not want to pr- like protect women from violence? Like that's like obviously, like that that established like very very key protections that are are still very much in place today. But on the other side, you have something like awful like that that crime bill, and that's been probably I think if Trump probably played his cards right a little a little bit better as he could be hitting Biden for that. Like, but, and that kind of brings me into what I want to talk about. We talked about Massachusetts for a long time, but I just want to say quickly before we go, uh, Mermel is winning. She's, I just looked it up. She's a, um, pro green new deal, um, pro Medicare for all candidate, which is good. At least according to her website. Um, and unfortunately though, the, another very great progressive, um, Isan Leckie, uh, is in, I believe, f- fifth place with 9% of the vote, uh, 9.9% of the vote there. Uh, but yeah, if Jess, Jess, Jesse Mermel wins, hopefully she'll, or Jess Mermel, um, hopefully she'll be, she'll be good in Congress. And not, like, any Medicare for All supporting person uh, who puts that on there, or any Green New Deal su- supporting person is fine with me. Um, but yeah, I do want to s- kind of switch a little bit over to uh, a very, very, probably the biggest election, most important election of them all, uh, which is the uh, presidential election. And there has been a lot of rhetoric, a lot of rhetoric that we've seen. Um, yeah. Um, but the lot, lot of rhetoric that we've seen from people, I mean, we've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of stories, but I felt it. Felt the feeling in the pit of my stomach. The race is tightening up. Uh, I know. Is yeah, it true? Awful. Is it true? I honestly, I think that it is in certain. I think um, uh, Michigan. It definitely is tightening up like really badly. And I think it, like states like Pennsylvania, I think are fine. 
Um, Arizona, I think, is fine with Biden. I think Wisconsin and Michigan and – I mean, North Carolina he doesn't really need, so I'm not going to mention North Carolina. But, like, Wisconsin and Michigan are definitely tightening up a little Georgia bit is, scarily. is probably going to definitely 100 percent go to Trump, I think, at this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think at this point it definitely is. I mean, I think – look, there was a recent poll that came out from Georgia. Biden was up by one, but I don't believe it. I think that it's going to be a tight race. I just don't see it actually happening. Oh, wait a second. What is this? Oh, thank God. I thought that was my consensus map. Um, so the consensus map so far in 270 to win says that it's going to be they're, – they're putting it as, as Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania as lean uh, for, for Biden. Now – uh, even if Biden doesn't get Wisconsin, which is like the state that many people think he may not win, or if he doesn't get Wisconsin, I was going to say Michigan, he's going to get Arizona most likely, I believe. And if he doesn't get one or one of the other, or even if he sadly doesn't even get both, um, you know, I think that wasn't really, he's not the focus on most. I think he's not the focus on both those states in the coming days. I believe, didn't he go there for like an event? Which state did he go to in the recent days? I know he went to one of the battleground states. Was it Pennsylvania? I think it was, right? Uh, I do know he had a rally. Uh, I forget. But I do. I do remember yeah, an awful, he had a rally uh, recently. A freaking rally that was littered with uh, uh, gaffes, <laughs> as it usually is. Yeah. Oh, he had a recent speech. I know that about um, like that. That was really something. Like to me, that shows like that. Him coming out there and like uh, with this whole business about like violence and looting and stuff like that. Um, and again, really kind of annoyed that we don't have Chase on to talk about this because they would I be know, a great, yeah, great like... voice to add a conversation all throughout this stuff. Um, but yeah. like, it's really not that inspiring when, I mean, you have Joe Biden coming out there and he could, I mean, he could, uh, he did denounce the looters, but he, I mean, even whatever he says, like you look at him, like the way he's speaking and like he can bet he's like. I forget the way he he said it, but it was just like, we, we, we gotta, I mean, we gotta do like, we gotta fix it. Come on, man. And again, that's not to make fun of a stutter, but like to make the way he's just like, he's not speaking, he's not like enunciating, is what I'm saying there. Um, like it's very, very disturbing. Like this is something that's a big, um, this is like this is a big, big part of it. Uh, a lot of people are going to be voting on these issues, and I think a lot of people are going to be. Uh, talking about um, this riot, like it's going to completely animate the elections. Um, stuff that's going on in Portland. I mean, we see seen two uh, a person shot, two people killed by Kyle Rittenhouse, a person shot who looked to be a Trump supporter. Don't know really by who yet in Portland. Like the, it's chaos. I think it scares a lot of people and a lot of suburban people where this election will be decided. Um, so him coming out there, uh, we'll play a clip here for this from the speech for Biden here right now. So what do you just say about the rioting? Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawlessness, plain and simple. And those who do it should be prosecuted. Violence will not bring change. It'll only bring destruction. It's wrong in every way. It divides instead of unites. Destroys businesses, only hurts the working families that serve the community. It makes things worse across the board, not better. No, it's not what uh, Dr. King or John Lewis taught. And it must... There, uh, there's kind of a more kind of coherent denunciation there from Joe Biden. Uh, but there is a one clip that everyone's been playing that, I'm, unfortunately, most people are going to see. 
um, about that kind of, I'll, I'll play it for you in a moment as soon as I can find it. Um, but it is, I mean, are you, are this, this, this response here, this issue about the rioting and how, how the Biden campaign is, is handling it. What do you think about that? Um, you know, I, I think that what Biden is trying to do here, which is, is somewhat strategically good, but at the same time strategically horrible given the fact of what we've seen so far with elections this year, is he's trying to appeal to the dissatisfied moderate-slash-Republican voters, independent voters as well, including that, um, who are dissatisfied with Trump but are fearful of someone basically – saying um, uh, that they are completely uh, for the idea of the protest, because I think, didn't Biden come out, like, against um, the idea of, like, protesting at all, if I'm correct, or am I, am I uh, was I reading I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he, I think he stopped short of doing that, because I think the 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 Democrats, in the same way, like, the NBA does, does, yeah. and I think it's been called by the New York Times, um, Joe Kennedy has officially lost a Senate primary race to Ed Markey, it's the yeah, first loss well. by a Kennedy in a Massachusetts election, which is really pretty astounding in a statewide or in any Massachusetts race. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that. But he's actually already reacting to it. Oh, but, uh, do we in have a... to? There's a video right now. It's live video on his because um, I follow his Twitter. Um, oh, maybe maybe we can uh, listen into that. Uh, sure, we, I will be able to. Oh, it looks like Jake Ocean slots. Ugh, however you say that. Jesse Mermel's lead over Jake Oshenslotch. Kloss. Oshenklosh? Kloss? Is down I to think it's like 23. Kloss. I don't even know. Kloss. Uh, is down to 23 to 21, with plenty of relatively Oshenklosh oh, yeah. o- o- strong southern end districts. Uh, strong Report. southern end of the districts is still outstanding. So oh, gosh. Um, that is from Dave Wasserman. So we'll be keeping an eye on that very, very closely. Um,. Then we will. All right. So yeah, we'll pull up this Joe Kennedy and see what he has going to be saying. To see where the next fight takes you. you I guess people wouldn't know Ed Markey's record as good as I do. I'm <laughs> really shocked though. Okay, it's not a very clear video there. Let's see here. Yeah, it's a little bit of a. It's very low. Flurry. Stream. Uh, audio wise, but yeah, we're trying. We'll try and get some of the um. Yeah, try and get some audio for you of his. To my family. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the full audio for that in just a moment. But um, anyway, yeah, back to what you were saying there about Biden. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get some Kennedy concessions and maybe some Alex Morris concessions for you to to play to send your way. Uh, as well. Yeah, but more in regards to where Biden is, I, I believe that um, Biden is is really taking not really a hardcore approach to it, um, and, and not in the sense of like hardcore like Trump, but in hardcore in the sense of it's more like platitude based, in, in, in my opinion. I don't know if you agree with me, Spencer, but like from what I'm hearing, from what he says, it's, it's just him saying words to like sound all flowery like you know as a secular talk likes to say a lot about joe kennedy um i don't know if you've ever seen that episode when he says that about joe yeah i i've, I've seen yeah that definitely does sound like something he would say but and yeah kyle i think 
I think more in regards to like what Biden is saying. I think that he's just really saying things to make himself sound good. But I think he's also trying to play the safe middle ground in this approach, which I don't really think is really good. Yeah, I think the biggest part of it, like what what Trump is trying to do, right, is like say to suburban voters that he's most worried about losing because that's really who the Democrats are targeting at this point. They've completely given up on any kind of like working class support. Um, But he's trying to, I think, say to them, like you have um, like the stuff that's happening in Portland, Portland, the the lawlessness, the rioting, the looting. um, Like, and of course, they'll have you believe that like places like New York City and Washington, D.C. are like hellscapes. And there are fires burning everywhere, and it's like a post-apocalyptic scene, and all that stuff that's going to be coming to your suburban cul-de-sac. So you may want to be, you may want to be uh, freaking out about that. And I really, really worry that in an in an era like this, probably this probably has to be the most winnable election in like modern history. Like there has never been um, a situation where things are that bad uh, for for the incumbent. Like, would you would you agree with me? Like. And it seems like there is no response. Like there's no the, the the moment is so far from being met by the Biden campaign. It's it's really makes me worried. Like you got like probably almost two hundred thousand to get uh two hundred thousand people dead of COVID nineteen. Um are probably I don't know how it is now, but almost that by definitely that by the election. And s- unemployment, eviction, uh Racial tensions, like police killing people and and Trump defending, like you see peacefully uh, tear gassing peaceful protesters all throughout the months of July and um, July and June. Um, Like this is like so many bad things here are happening. I just really get the sense that like sinking feeling depending on my stomach that Joe Biden has failed to capitalize on it and just pretty much slipped away now. And Trump is uh, on the rise. Or am I being yeah, too dramatic? I, no, I, I would definitely agree with that sentiment. Yeah, it's just like it's very, very disturbing. Um because and um, are we worried about uh are you w- w- what states would you say uh is Biden kind of most in danger? Like do you think he can he's had such a stronghold on, on places like Michigan, um like in what really interests me is Arizona and Florida. Like, w- w- those are going to be very, very key for him in the election. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and if they can also Arizona. also push North Carolina as well, where does that look for you? Well, I don't think he's in a – well, North Carolina is going to be a weird state as well. I think that's going to be another one of the states that could possibly go for Biden. Um, I think that Florida is really going to be a, a, a crucial one to see how much Hispanic support – well, same with Arizona as well, I would actually argue, um, because both those states do have a sizable Hispanic population, especially amongst the Democrat voters in that state. And, you know, I think Biden will win Arizona just because of, you know, historical trends so far as we see with 2018 Senate race. We have Mark Kelly against Martha McSally, who definitely will blow her out. Uh, Mark Kelly is a great guy. I think he's going to do really good things in Washington. He's not taking any super PAC money, which is actually really remarkable, especially coming from Arizona. Um and I, I don't know exactly his policy. I haven't really looked too much on him. Um, I do hear, though, that I was reading about that uh, he, he may be actually endorsing a Green New Deal, which I was reading about, and which, which would be actually quite interesting if he actually does go down that road. It oh, would be Biden good, would be? 
no, not Biden. Well, actually, speaking of Biden, Biden did change a lot of his drafts to almost – like he went to like a Warren plan, which is instead of 2030, 2035. Yeah, I mean I, I think that's a lot of stuff like – that That kind of which stuff really like in the bad, party though. platform. It's really I not mean, bad. Well, it's not bad. Like his plan before was like I think like twenty, like what was it, twenty sixty? It was like it was yeah. like it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Like that I'm was pretty saying, bad. Like that, that was like guy, just putting that I in think... there, and also like some of the things that he said, like in the in the Democratic oh, yeah. Party platform, like supporting legalization of marijuana, um, like things like Medicare for all. Like these are really largely symbolic gestures. They're overtures. They're attempts to, I mean, like they they really are. As in the words of I mean the the show Veep. I keep coming back. Whenever I talk about the platform, it's like it's a list of things you're not going to do when you get in office. Like no one is going to come up to you when you're President Biden one or two years in and be like, are you going to follow the platform? and follow the Democrat? Like, it just does not happen um, in, in, in the normal news cycle. Um, but like they couldn't even do that. And I think that just sense a sets a tone and shows you the, the campaign he's trying to run here. And, I, I just don't know if that constituency is the constituent like the suburban never Trump constituency constituency that uh, that uh, Biden's trying to go after is going to be big enough. I think well actually I disagree because that's actually what pushed a lot of Democrats in like for, like for example in Virginia in 2018 I mean, yes but yeah, in 2020 definitely. that's the question 2020 I don't think he should didn't be work in 2016 for suburban I don't yeah it did not I don't think he should be necessarily going straight for suburban I definitely do think it should be one of his categories but i definitely would agree on the sentiment that it should not be his only support like i definitely do think he should be racing against hispanic african-american support and especially working class support um and you know actually speaking of working class support biden actually is relatively strong working class support already i mean we see that in the democrat primary that many areas that went for trump had record numbers of democrats go out and vote in primaries in michigan i don't know about wisconsin but michigan did have record number of democrats go out and vote in the primary for biden and that was it. And that was after. at points where pretty much the primary was over, over and yeah. there was a pandemic going on at that time. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that that happened during a primary, like, I think that's a pretty big red flag for Trump and a green flag for Biden that in that one state alone, he's already pretty strong. And I think that what that means is he needs to make sure Pittsburgh comes out strong um, in Pennsylvania, because that's what really hurt Hillary last time is that, you know, no one liked her. Um, no one really likes Biden. And I don't really blame them. I mean, um, I think she's more like he's. He, I think he's more flat, whereas Hillary is more negative. Hillary is more negative, and she's also looked at as a, as a coastal elite because of what, how she became popular through her husband. Biden is looked for some reason as someone who I don't really understand why, um, but he's looked at as someone for some reason who's more like union organized, and which I, I which makes so no it's, sense. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's just not just, true in I any way. It really isn't. I mean, but if for some reason, people like the, in Pennsylvania, Michigan, like love the guy. Like they, you know, they freaking bow on their knees and they start, you know, praying to him. It's like it's like you know, it's almost like he's a god to them for some reason. Um, but in regards to, you know, I I still to this day, you know, I, I don't mean to change the subject, but I still to this day really think that Warren would have been the best candidate in this race, especially right now, because Biden is just, uh, you know, I just I just say that you know, Warren just, would have been Warren like. If a lot of stuff would have, like maybe in September, but like the fact that like September of last year, like but if you look at how much she politically like the the support she had in the Democratic Party, like it was coming from almost nowhere, like by the end of it, 
I mean, yeah, you could probably say Bernie was as well. I mean, the only thing I don't like, really care about Bernie is that Bernie against would... Trump, he would not be a good at all with debates. Like Elizabeth Warren is I a very good debater. I disagree. And well, I think... Really? Well, he was horrible well, against Biden. He was horrible against Biden. I disagree with that as well. Really? He was horrible wow. against Biden? because he didn't attack Biden at all on many issues. He let I think, Biden I, I, I do agree him. with that. I do agree with that. But I think I think the the debate wasn't as bad, but I think the one-on-one campaigns, the the general one-on-one campaign that Sanders kind of ran against Biden there for a few weeks was just not. Um, that was awful. Was that was not really, that was really dirty. Was really a, I think it was a big. It was really it was a letdown to his supporters and the people that have spent a lot of time and a lot more than me. Uh, into oh, yeah. his yeah. campaign. Well, that's like, why I, didn't, I don't like him because, like, how can I trust he's going to destroy Trump in a debate? Like, Elizabeth Warren. Is I, very here's concise, what I think about that. Here's what I think what about I that because he he liked he genuinely liked Joe Biden. I think Matt Taibbi, who's a I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a he's a reporter. Yeah, yeah, I know he is. Yeah, 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 yeah I've yeah. heard of him. He, I yeah, I actually like him pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He 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 had a very interesting kind of um, story about this. Was like mm-hmm. when Bernie first came to the Senate, he was like kind of an outcast, not the like the the cool kid on the block, you know. I mean, you, people, I guess people were kind of giving the, him the cold shoulder, not really giving him the time of day in there. And Biden, like Biden, Joe and Jill both, like actually extended hand, really tried to like make friends with him when he got in there. And I think that went such a long way from him. And they really formed a genuine, true friendship. But when you're talking about like people, like when he was running against Hillary Clinton, when he was running against people, like like uh, when he talks about like Rahm Emanuel or like Hillary Clinton or really like, the kind of the, the vultures in the center of the Democratic Party, like you can tell that he is like pissed off about them. And I really, I you can I if you can imagine like, this is the Democratic Party, like what is he going to be like against Trump? Like he would not hold back in a debate. And I think his other debate performances throughout the primaries were very very good. Um, less so with the the final Biden debate, but like I don't think he's going to struggle to go after Trump in a debate. Like, I think that's just not true. Well, I think it is true, though, Spencer. I just don't think he would actually would have been... Like, I understand he liked Biden, but, like, at the same time, I, I just I just don't see why he didn't go against Biden that much. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I supported Biden at the, at the time because it was really Biden first... Uh, well, actually, at the time, when I left Warren, I left Warren... A couple weeks after she said that thing to Bernie, it wasn't like immediately after. That was more the main reason. Yeah, I guess why. we got. I guess but we got. Time, like it was. I guess we got to scroll no back shot. through the ch- uh, the text here, our uh, our political chat that we've been having a uh, on a for a while. Yeah. Uh, um, but but in regards to th- to that, I mean, Spencer, I don't I don't really care for Biden's policy. I do support. Warren's policies. I don't dislike Bernie's policies. What I don't care about Bernie is that the fact of the matter is he could have won the primary, but he decided not to like to go hardcore on Biden, which I think is so dumb not to. I understand he has a good friendship, but it's literally like yeah, I like I was that was tough to watch to for me hardcore. as well. Like if it was I did not like Bernie that. As, I do Warren, agree with you about that. If it was Bernie and Warren, I can understand because they are pretty close friends. But like, you know, come on, if, it, if Bernie, Bernie and Biden, yeah, I think are like so polar opposite. It's like not even a joke. I would totally totally agree with you on that. Um, yeah. So, and I think, are you familiar? Because I know you you know probably a little bit more about the state of Manchester, like South Hadley. Yes. What what is that? Here. What is that like? Like, can you like what are the demographics like? Is that like a working class town? Is that a poor like? Because that is interesting enough. With three precincts of fourteen reporting in Holyoke, Alex Morris West Hadley. trails oh, oh, Richard Neal fifty six okay. to forty four. Did he win Holyoke? Let's see. I'm actually interested to look up. 
but South South Hadley, for example, uh, Neil won Hadley, uh, Neil won Hadley, and Marky won Hadley as well. So South Hadley. So like, if you could just like give an idea of like what type of town is that? South Hadley. I'm trying to look on the map here. Is South Hadley? It's in... right just to the north of Holyoke. And Holyoke is, I know, Western. I'm just trying to see here. What's the next? Because I'm looking at, like, uh, I'm looking at Williamsburg right now. Hadfield. Had, oh, here's Hadley. Hadley. And Amherst. Uh, oh, South Hadley. Hadley. Amherst. South Hadley. Holyoke. Oh, Holyoke went to Kennedy, it says here. For for me on this, WBUR. Went to Kennedy, Holyoke. No. Yeah, but, um, so, yeah South Hadley. I'd, I South Hadley did not. Yeah, South Hadley went to Ken. Oh, Marky by very few, actually. But so that area, well, you're, that part of the state is kind of interesting because Amherst, which is just the northeast, is the well, that's the main center for UMass Amherst, and you got Amherst College. But overall, pretty farmland area. I mean, even Holyoke, relatively farmland. The majority of uh, that place, you know, it's 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 almost like going to for for us, it's or for anyone on watching it, uh, the show, it's basically like driving to you know you think of upstate New York, you think of Vermont, you think of yeah. New Hampshire, Maine, you know, some of these like kind of like mostly deserted, spread out, not really suburb, very rural area. That's sort of what you're gonna get uh, out there. The only real urban town in Western, well, quote unquote, Western Massachusetts is Worcester. Pittsfield is somewhat. Um, it's not too big. Holyoke is a pretty big is, town. I think it's like ten thousand people. Like it's a legit city. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, Pittsfield. Holyoke. So you consider it a large urban area. Like Worcester is bigger. You know, Holyoke and Holyoke. I don't really consider it a large urban area either. I consider that more of a Springfield urban. is pretty big as well. No, Springfield. Yeah, Springfield is huge. Yeah, Springfield is really big. Springfield is 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 a big town. Actually, that one. Uh, for uh, Kennedy, I'm just trying to find it here. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Yeah, well, Kennedy destroyed Marky there. My goodness, uh, 63 to 36. Huh. Okay, so yeah, and then Holyoke, and then yeah, that like that's interesting. The fact that Alex Morse couldn't even win his his own city. Yeah, like like that. I think there. that probably shows more to like a, a name recognition thing. It definitely does, and I think also that stupid thing with the freaking. Cause yeah, just, I think like, those two things played a played a big role. So much. Do yeah. you think? Do you think that could set a stage for kind of a Corey Bush, Marie Newman style, second round, second time the charm kind of thing? I definitely think so. I would not be shocked. Do you think he should run again? Against I, I really, I would recommend he run again. I, I think that this might be his last run anyway. Because look, I think he's so Neil? old. Yeah, I don't. Neil, think I thought Neil was last Neil looks to be like fifties or sixties. I mean, that's what just I would guess by looking at him. Maybe I mean, maybe, but I, I mean, maybe if, I don't think next time will he be his actual last seventy-one. But I think that he definitely should consider running because it's not like he's going to be there for that much longer. But I'd still, I do think he should run again next time because I think that for what he should do for the next two years is try to make an even bigger like grassroots movement. Yeah, I think it, like he should kind of follow like the the pathway of Corey Bush, the pathway of, um. Uh, da- Marie Newman against Dan Lipinski. Because now he knows that where he lacks. Big, like yeah. this is like the prerequisite, basically, to see like, oh, okay, so this is where I did good. This is where I did bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get a second chance. You get a second chance around the next. Uh, this is where, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I've, getting the name over there, uh, getting the name out there. I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, and oh, really, I think he got to what two million dollars. It was, it was the end of fundraising, and the fundraising came super super late. Um. 
I think that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, but, I definitely I definitely would agree. Yeah, uh, someone uh, Bernie. I think Bernie's press secretary with a kind of optimistic tweet. Uh, I know it feels like a long way off, but I'm really looking forward to Booker, Morris, and Cisneros winning 2022 primaries. We can only hope. Oh, uh, Joseph Cisneros. Yeah, Jessica Cisneros. She was an interesting candidate. She was. I was really kind of disappointed to see that uh, she didn't win. But I think you guess you just got to get get it started. Like you really, I think you got to get the momentum started earlier. Um, and I really think the probably the most impressive win I've ever seen out of them all ha- had to have been Corey Bush. Like that was like. He was taking that seriously. He had run against, pretty much dealt with her for, for what, four, two year, four years now? Two, two election cycles. And it really has been uh, quite something to see. Um, that, that, kind of, that kind of, that victory. And I think that would be a model for, for someone like Morris to, uh, to build off of. Yeah. I definitely would agree. I mean, Cory Bush definitely did come out out of nowhere. And also, it's funny. Did you see the thing with the RNC? What they did with Cory Bush, with those the two people no. with the guns who came out of their house. So they invited those two people to go on to. Oh yeah, the McCloskey the RNC. Yeah, I know. yeah, that I know about. Yeah, and 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 they were like um, talking about how all oh, the Democrats trained so radical because they put Cory Bush, who like led the protests that went outside my house, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just. Like the idea that people are walking by protesting on a city street was like that was enough to freak them out. Um, yeah. Um, let's see what we got. This is like, hmm, a lot of interesting takes here. This is a this is a funny take um, from this guy Palmer Report on Twitter. He's a kind of. Um, MSNBC's type Democrat, very much into Russia business. Uh, Ed Markey defeated Joe Kennedy. Richard Neal defeated Alex Morse. The trend here isn't progressive versus establishment. The trend here is that incumbents both won. It appears voters are finally tired of primary challenges against solid incumbent Democrats. Let's move on. Like, this is a guy who wouldn't even look at Trump's tax returns, which is something if you probably pulled the main parts of the Democratic base, Richard Neal. Um, oh they would be dying for it. and especially Palmer Report. I don't know if you're familiar with Palmer Report, but they yeah, are no. big they're they're people who are just absolutely obsessed with the Russia kind of stuff. If you get yeah. right. like they they're, so they're, they would have loved the tax reports. They're the type of people who like throw the orange man in prison. Like the like that's what they're about. But um they still Well, I mean they aren't wrong though about the thing with it, it's it's incumbent cuz like a lot of the people who I were who I was calling while I was volunteering for Kennedy's campaign it, 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 they always would say whoever really was the incumbent they're going to be voting for because they don't really see a reason not to. Like even though they, like a lot of people don't. Know yeah, I do think I Marcus feel like record. that is kind of a, no, a standard um, political oh, is. political definitely. mindset. Like definitely that's the default position. Definitely, without a doubt, it is. All right, so if you all right, let's let's play a little bit game here. We are just probably about all good on time here. Um, do apologize for making you wait for for this news flash, but I hope it uh, well worth a wait. An hour and thirty minutes there for you. Um, wow, long time. Yeah, really flew by. Uh, if did. you had to say a statement on the Marky Kennedy race, the Neil Morse race, and the Biden Trump race, which would it be? What What would those statements be? 
Oh, for each individual race or all yeah, together? Yeah, like sum them up in a statement, or sum each race up in a statement, like where you think it is now. Well, like, Biden versus Trump, I think Biden is in, is uh, he's in a hot tub with young women, and he has to figure out how to get out. <laughs> he's in a little sticky situation. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just weird, though. <laughs> I, I use the hot tub as an analogy because, like, who the hell wants to be in a hot tub with Biden? Like, it's just, like, ugh, like kind of weird. Like, just weird, think yeah. about it. Yeah, and then... Ed Markey versus Joe Kennedy, I think it's more of, um, well, you know, it seems that an incumbent really did have a large impact, but Kennedy actually did better than I thought he did. Like right now, it's 53 to 46, which is actually much closer than I would have thought. Like I say, that recent poll, which I, by the way, said, I, I knew it was going to be false. I knew it. Um, it, it, it said like, what was it, 56, 43, 42? It was, it was absurd what the, the uh, difference of it was. And also, by the way, it's only 54% in. And we have 600,000 more ballots to come in. So that tally will, will change no matter what. I'm not saying yeah. Kennedy's going to win. It'll be interesting to see what the final results are, but we pretty much know what the end result will be but uh most likely marky uh, yeah yeah marky I, I i am confident in saying that yeah marky winning there uh and then yeah so sadly those are the statements um so yeah thank you so much for listening to news flash tonight thanks james for coming on we That's will be me. back thursday with a normal episode and friday we'll have uncultured and it's just about fall start of a kind of a new year it's really the new year's for me um as a someone who's in school um so we'll have a new podcast coming for you there are some new updates on podcasts coming for you also very soon so stay tuned for that this has been newsflash covering some of the primaries for you um thanks so much for listening have a great rest of your night